0: So this episode is sponsored by Big Life Journal. If you have tweens or teens, this one is for you. This is a tricky age when kids are facing lots of uncertainty and anxiety that come with transitioning into adulthood, and boy, do they need guidance and help. Big Life Journal released their new journal for tweens and teens ages 12 to 14, and it's now available on Kickstarter. It's an illustrated and guided journal which helps teens to discover the power of their mindset learn how to establish goals, and strengthen their persistence to make those goals a reality. This journal cultivates the drive, the decision-making, and the skill sets necessary to take control of their own lives. Teens learn how to discover themselves and their interests more deeply, use their unique gifts, and transform our world. The journal is an excellent resource for your homeschool and can be used as part of the morning reflection or social-emotional learning curriculum. It also comes with a well-written teacher guide. The Big Life Journal Teen Edition is available now on Kickstarter with a special early bird discount. Head over to BigLifeJournal.com slash pages hyphen teens hyphen adults. And we'll also make sure that that link is over in our show notes at the homeschoolsisters.com. Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara. And we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited because we have a question That I think both of us sort of immediately identified with when we read it, right? Absolutely. (laughs) It's like, this is my life. Totally. Yeah. Okay, so our question is from Curdy. I hope I'm saying your name correctly. And the question reads, help. My four-year-old son is into the human body right now. He and I have spent all morning making a human body book where he has dictated the surprising amounts of information he knows about the body, and I wrote them, and he made drawings as well. I love the work we are doing together and how he sees these projects just as play and as a part of our life. But how do I get over the guilty feeling that I am pushing him over doing it for his age? I'm very inspired by Charlotte Mason, and I know formal lessons don't start until six or seven. I know you aren't supposed to start anything schooly until six at least. But what do I do with a kid who comes up with all of these ideas on his own? He comes up with these plans for his for writing books, poems, stories all on his own. It looks schooly, but I know he is enjoying it. Sometimes he'll sit down and write numbers from 1 to 100 just for fun or have us hold up his hands and add and subtract. It's all child-led. Should I be discouraging this? He gets plenty of free play at free time to play indoors and outdoors too. We read a lot, and he has a lot of friends, and he enjoys socializing. On the flip side, should I be doing more? Our school is very loose. Reading, self-initiated projects, and play. Okay, this sounds awesome. (laughs) It really does. Like, absolutely awesome. Because he's learning like crazy, and he doesn't even, like... He doesn't know know it. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's all fun. It's all play. It's not stressful. It's not, you know, like he doesn't feel pressure to be doing things a certain way or conforming to something or whatever else. I think that this sounds just right, actually. (laughs) I know. I kind of want (laughs) to (laughs) do it. And it sounds very familiar to us because we've both had kids like this, right? precocious children, <laughs> 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 who you just kind of can't stop from. No, you can't. You can barely keep up with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's doing a great job, really. I mean, it all sounds really good. I don't think that she needs to be discouraging it at all, but I really connected with her saying that because we were huge into Waldorf when we first started out. And with Waldorf, and I I hear myself saying this now, and, like, I don't have have any issue with Waldorf, but just when I hear myself saying it, you're supposed to wait to teach reading in Waldorf until your kids start, um, their adult teeth start emerging. But my son started reading way before that, and I had these same doubts, like, well, am I pushing him without even realizing it? Or, you know, did I do something to make him you know, try to want to read sooner or whatever, but no, he just, he just did because Mm -hmm. he just did. So, and I think there's also like, I'm thinking back, we didn't set out to homeschool. So when I was having this happen with each of my kids, we were still in a preschool setting or just before entering a preschool setting. And there are, judgments that you feel from other people if your kid is reading something, you know, in the preschool, if they, you know, they pick up a book and start reading. Cause I can remember parents asked me what reading program we use and feeling like a fool saying nothing. <laughs> he just, he just started doing that. Um, but you have to remind yourself that anyone who spends any amount of time with your child will realize that that is just your kid because I can remember my oldest, used to pretend to be a Humboldt squid in public. He was probably three years old or a cuttlefish or ring tailed lemur. And he knew like more than I still know about any of those things in public. I didn't force that. That's just who he was. And my youngest used to, my daughter did it with the human body. So I really connected to this question. And my youngest used to carry around, he was like a Peanut, and he had these extreme dot to dots, the giant size version, mm-hmm. and he would say the numbers super, super fast, like the micro machine guide. You remember it? He'd be like, <laughs> one thousand and one, one thousand 1,003. and he did it for fun. And people would be like, "What is he doing?" Right. But you don't, you're not forcing that. That's just their thing. And honestly, I think she's doing an incredible job because she's letting her kid be who he is. Mm-hmm. And that's really the beauty of homeschooling, is, is letting your kids be who they are and supporting them in that. So, I don't think that there's any problem at all. I know it's hard because, here's the thing: if we have kids that learn to read early, we get judgment. If we have mm-hmm. kids that learn to read later, we get judgment. Mm-hmm. Everybody's always judging, judging, judging. And I know, and they just need to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed, yes. And really, every kid is individual, they're different, they have different strengths, they have different interests, and I think our job is to support the kids we were given and, mm-hmm. you know, to see them as unique people and to follow their lead. So, Which is exactly what this mom is doing. Yeah, yeah. So she's doing it just right. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I love this question. Yeah, I want to give her like a high five and a hug and be like, you're nailing it, lady. You got it. Absolutely. You know, know, I was thinking too, um, I love Charlotte Mason and I loved Waldorf learning. I really, really did. Um, Those, Rudolf Steiner, who um, like founded the Waldorf philosophy in Charlotte Mason, they lived a long time ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. a very long time ago and our kids have access to so much stuff now that you know is just there's so many books and there's so many educational things that they encounter and I think that sometimes we have to take what those people came up with which is beautiful and adapt it for life today a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I, I wanted so much when my kids were little to have this like Waldorf classroom in my home that was nothing but like wooden toys and, you know, beeswax crayons and everything was beautiful and calm and everything else. But the minute we stepped outside of our home, they were inundated with, you know, Mm -hmm. So much else. So unless you're able to keep your children in this tiny, tiny little Charlotte Mason or Waldorf (laughs) bubble or whatever, you know, they're going to be exposed to things. And so I think we just need to take those philosophies as inspiration Mm -hmm. instead of as something that we have to stick to no matter what. Right. I think that's really, really important. So... And our kids are the ultimate teacher. If they're really into the human body, just go for it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, these kinds of phases or um, interests, like passionate interests and things, can create the most wonderful learning because our kids just can't get enough of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so it's really fun to watch. (laughs) It really is. It's really fun to watch your kids, you know, um, grow that way and to become a little expert about something. Yes. It's fantastic. So I think she's doing great. And I think her her son is doing great. And we all have guilt, we all worry, but I really think you're doing fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I really think it's okay it's just making me feel nostalgic. Like I loved that face. I don't think I realized how much I loved it then because a precocious four year old is a lot of work (laughs) and they do get easier, but I miss those big conversations coming out of the teeny tiny person. (laughs) You know, (laughs) yeah, and now I wish I could go back and I could. I do too, and revisit it and enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah, and tell myself, like, stop worrying. It's going to be okay. You're doing he's good. You know, you're not doing it wrong. Like, right? Just because your child learned at a different pace than Mm -hmm. you know, generally, Charlotte Mason says that kids are going to learn. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not doing something wrong. You're not getting it wrong, really. So. Oh, I know. It kinda gives me these like warm. It does. It made me all warm fuzzy. (laughs) Uh, Oh, those those days were fun. Those days were fun and super stressful. (laughs) (laughs) So stressful. My my oldest used to accost anybody who entered our house with a book and for the longest time it was this horrible book that we still have. Cause now I can't get rid of it called body baddies. I've probably talked about it on the show before, but it's the hidden creatures living on you <laughs> and it's horrible. It is so scary. So he would be so cute and like come running up to whoever came in the house. Like, will you read to me, read to me, please. And of course no one could say no. Cause he was adorable and they loved his love of reading and it would be like the Guinea worm. And I'm just going to let, if you choose to Google the Guinea worm, be forewarned but he was like so into it <laughs> <laughs> to watch people's faces as they turn the pages be like <gasps> <gasps> so sorry yeah. yeah no I don't it's not like, it's not like I spy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so now I can't get rid of this silly book I know because I have so many memories associated with the giddy worm <laughs> Right. Well, it's like we have this little reader that my sister got for my son for Christmas and it was about space and it was like a level, you know, you know those was like level 1, level 2, level 3 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like um my we sat down to read it and he said, "Does that word say universe?" And I said, "Oh. Yes. What other words do you know?" And he said, the whole thing, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And so I remember him reading like, and it was like something, something, something in space, and like the way you know when you when they're little. Oh my gosh! They have like this little tiny squeaky. Yes, face. and now he's like this gigantic man that has feet bigger than mine and hands bigger than mine, and he's as tall as me, if not taller. And I cannot get rid of that book because I'm so I love that you know what book it was because I have I can so my son. Similar sort of situation came downstairs and we had just, my youngest had been in the hospital with RSV for this whole weekend. And, um, my other, my, my daughter and husband had had the flu. And so, I was, like, my brain wasn't working, and he, I can remember him coming down with a book and sitting on the floor, I remember where he was, I remember what he was wearing, I remember what I was wearing, and how I was standing, and he read this whole book, and it had been a gift from a grandparent, because, for my youngest, because he was in that, like, we needed, we just because he was so sick. And he he had never read it with anyone before because he had a tendency to memorize every book in the house. And I was like, wait a second, this is a new book. And I remember it was a new book, and he read it perfectly. Yeah. yeah and just being completely flabbergasted, like, we're reading? Yeah, that he a was whole, actually a reading whole book? instead of just reciting... You know, like yes. uh, Snuggle Puppy, like, you know, we read it oh, many yeah. times that he would know on each page what it said. Dinosaur Rumpus. Right, right. <laughs> but actually what was happening was he was actually reading it for the first time because yeah. it was a gift and he had just gotten it. And yeah, so, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Tell that kid stop reading? <laughs> no, no. But I wish I remember what book it was. I don't, I have no memory of what book it was. I just remember the situation. Well, it was. A it's bit very bad. special. Your, your sisters are telling you you're doing just fine. Yep. Just fine. You keep making those human body books. Yeah, that's awesome. And hold on to them. Yes, yeah, because someday you're going to look back on them and like us, we're getting like tears in our eyes thinking about it. I them. know. Hold I really am. For sure. <laughs> Epic is the leading digital library for kids 12 and under. Epic has more than 25,000 high quality popular children's books, videos, quizzes, and more. So we've both been lucky enough to test out Epic with our kids, and what has been really great is that it's packed with books that they want to read, you know, the ones that they're pulling off the shelves in the library and you're seeing in bookstores right now. It's got so many current books. Epic has a lot of popular books that you would see when you're looking online or when you're in the library or the bookstore, and my kids really love it. Some of the current titles that they have are Where the Wild Things Are, A Wrinkle in Time. Big Nate, Ramona, Sesame Street, and National Geographic Kids, which is a big hit for my 10 year old. Yeah. And you know, what's nice is that you can look up a topic and then you'll find tons of books related to that topic. So it's basically like, it's perfect for unit studies or for a kid who's got a new interest and wants to dive deep. And it's one of those things where it's a screen that You have zero worries about because your kids are just learning and there's no commercials and there's no in-app purchase concerns. You're just safe and your kids are reading books. It's just $7.99 a month and you can cancel anytime, but I don't think you'll want to because you'll find your kids are really enjoying it and they're discovering all kinds of great books and it's all right there at their fingertips. It's so handy. And Epic has a lot of really great parent features. One of the things I like is that they have a digital reading log, and that's perfect for homeschoolers. So you can actually keep track of all those books your kids are reading online. So Epic has thousands of audiobooks, too, and um, me books. So if your child is learning to read or just trying to get fluent with reading, it's the perfect fit. With Epic, parents can create up to four customizable child profiles per account. And you can also create personalized collections for your children to use through the parent dashboard. So to get Epic for two months, absolutely free, go to getepic.com and use the code SISTERS at checkout. Okay, so a couple things. Over at the Homeschool Sisters site, we have a sign-up for our new newsletter that we're starting. So we hope that you will head over and sign up to get that. It's going to be super simple and just include like a tip from each of us each week or something that we're doing Mm -hmm. Something simple to share, no overwhelm, no overwhelm. Be here, (laughs) (laughs) and this is a brand new season, and we would love it if you would share it with friends and let friends know about it. Um, Leave a review on iTunes because that's the way that people can find us most easily. Um, If you leave a rating or review, that helps us a ton. So, all right, I think that's it. That's it. Have a good rest of your week, Kate. You too, Kara. And we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister.